Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totri, joined by Sean DePaz. Sean, this is our last show without, without Shane. You know, I guess we couldn't keep him away forever as much as we may have wanted to. They always come crawling back when they always see that it's Mike Greener on the other side, man. Precisely. It's just how it goes. I'm sure Shane will be uh, tired of Vegas for – I mean, I imagine you'd be done with Vegas for a while after that. Yeah, I mean, he spent damn near two full weeks there. So I I, I would not want to spend that much time just about anywhere. No, that's absolutely uh, absurd. <laughs> There's a couple things that we uh, need to get to today. Um, probably the most pressing is Friday's announcement – that um, ASU men's basketball forward Jalen Graham has entered the transfer portal. ASU's best player in the second half of the season. Um, and just, it didn't feel like the news came as much of a, a shock. There were people that thought that there was going to be some Jalen Graham news um, over mm-hmm. the last week. But it, you, you almost wanted to hold out hope that it wasn't going to be true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sucks. I was a big fan of him, um, watches the show, so it sucks that he's not going to be in Tempe anymore. Um, and it also sucks from, like a, like I had mentioned a few times, this is a guy that I kind of expected to step up as a leader for the team, yeah. and now that's not going to be the case. I do think if you're looking for a silver lining, it's going to be a lot easier to kind of figure out what the starting lineup's going to look like because now Bobby can kind of do what I think he likes to do, run three guards, get – Austin in there as a true point guard, have um, DJ at the two, Heath as a third point guard, or a third guard, um, and then Bagley and Gaffney probably, I I don't know, assuming that Bagley is actually coming back, hoping he's not playing a Jalen and tweeting that he's coming back and then not actually coming back. Um, So it's interesting. And you also have to consider who, if anyone, ASU is getting in the transfer portal. Um, But... I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see where Jalen is going to land. Um, I don't really know. I don't I don't know. I don't know why he wanted to leave, really, but it is it is definitely interesting. Um, but for as a fan, it definitely sucks a little bit because I was a fan of his. Yeah, he's definitely um, a guy who 
wore his heart on his sleeve when it come when it came to to the games. Uh, you mentioned he watched the show a couple times. He hopped in after after some post games, so it's going to be tough to lose to lose that because he was just he was a character not only for yeah. for the team but for us as well. So we saw him in Vegas right yeah. after the loss to Stanford. Yes, all smiles, having fun, having a good time. Like in that moment, did it ever cross your mind that a week later he would be in the transfer portal? Not really, because he was so friendly to us. <laughs> like, it, it, uh, no, I think in that in that moment when I actually got to meet him, I was just I, I didn't want to think about him leaving, you know. Um, but I think it was something prior to that that I had considered, right? Like I think it is something that we kind of mentioned in passing once or twice the possibility of him or, or anybody on this team transferring because uh, I mean that's just kind of the nature of, of college basketball at this point you're bound to lose somebody um, and I mean this is what two straight years that ASU loses their best player to the transfer portal um, so it it kind of is just the nature of the beast but when we were talking to him in Vegas no it was not really uh, <laughs> front of mind I was just more concerned about trying to get him on the show and now I don't don't know if that's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you kind of bring up my next point of, you know, this is just the first move. Uh, yeah. ASU could get some guys. They could lose. They could lose some more guys. Outside of you know the question marks surrounding Bagley, is there anybody else on the team that you could see making a move like that? Um, I don't know. I mean, like there's no one that I can necessarily see. Like, I don't know anyone that has a reason to necessarily. Um, I mean, with Nunez coming in, I could see a reason for Jemiah Neal wanting to go somewhere where he might be able to get a little more playing time. Yeah. Um, or I mean, damn, even DJ, if he wanted to go somewhere where he doesn't have to necessarily compete for as much um, with so many guards, but, or, or, I mean, it's someone that you've mentioned transferring Enoch, right? Like they have another three-star big coming in. Um, So, you know, there's, there's, there's reasons you could see for a few different guys transferring, but honestly, like, I feel like this team is in a position to do better than they did this year, next year. So um, I feel like this is a train that I would not mind being on if I was a player, but you don't know. I mean, especially if they, if they get someone good in the transfer in the transfer portal, it might pressure someone else to want to get somewhere where they're not going to be competing for as much playing time. So I don't know, but those are a few guys that I think have maybe a reason to, to at least entertain it. Yeah. I a hundred percent could see, um, could see Enoch moving. And this is not because I, <laughs> not because I'm not Enoch's biggest fan. Um, but I just think that with Bagley coming back, um, assuming he sticks by what he said and he comes yeah. back um, as long as Gaffney doesn't go anywhere. You mentioned the, the, the class coming in. I could see him kind of falling, uh, falling off the bench a little bit and just kind of losing, losing time and losing those valuable minutes to other guys, especially if, you know, people get here um, and they're just better. Like yeah. it, it's, it's, it sucks, but like, I can think of a scenario where this past season, let's say Bagley doesn't get hurt, right? I could see a real scenario where Kamani Lawrence has to come off the bench. And you don't yeah. want a guy like Kamani to have to come off the bench. He's been here for, you know, forever, 
longer than any ASU basketball player has played at um, in Tempe. But like when you're just not as good as the other guys, then why would Bobby start you? Or why would he put you in the rotation if you've got, you know, you've got Bagley, you've got Gaffney, and you've got Jalen Graham. Like there's a real scenario where it's between Graham and um, Kamani coming off the bench. So I could see that being a scenario um, with Enoch. I think Jemiah probably stays just given the fact that kind of like you mentioned in terms of Bobby's history, him loving yeah. to play guards. Yeah. If they do end up going with that three guard, um, that three guard set, I think Jemiah stays just because he'd get rotated in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and he provides a lot defensively. And I think, I think now, even if Bobby didn't want to, he's kind of in a position where he's going to have to play a lot of guards. I mean, again, like we said, don't know how the transfer portal is going to play out. Don't know what other additions they're going to make. But if you look at this roster the way it's set up right now, they're guard heavy, light in the front court. They're going to need to play a lot of guards. Um, and Jemiah and Luther are going to get are going to need to step up, especially Jemiah with him only being a freshman next year. You're going to need to see a significant improvement. So, I, and I think Bobby is the kind of coach to do that. I mean, that's something Austin Nunez talked about when we talked to him. Is that's why he came here is because of Bobby's history with guards and specifically point guards. Um, and so there's plenty of reason for Jemiah to want to stick around. Who do you think this transfer helps the most on this ASU roster? Um, Jay, he, Jay Heath, honestly, I think, I think like I was saying, it's going to force or not necessarily even force, but give Bobby the opportunity to play three guards. Like I think he kind of likes to do. Um, and I think Jay probably would have been the odd man out in that situation. Um, just because I, I think DJ is it has a higher ceiling. He's has a, a opportunity, even though he was inconsistent at times last year, his ceiling is higher than Jay's. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if Nunez is ready to be that, that pure one, then you would have seen Nunez one DJ two, probably Jay coming off the bench. But now in this situation, I think Jay will get an opportunity to start. Um, and so I, th- I think this probably helps him. And honestly, it kind of helps Enoch because it, it, it opens up a spot in that front court. Um, that's going to give him a few more minutes. So maybe if he was considering transferring, this sways him back towards staying with ASU. So I don't know. It's obviously still really, really early in this, this off season for basketball. Um, so who knows, but. Yeah. You mentioned off season. It's, it's not really the off season yet. <laughs> We're in the midst yeah. of March madness. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's the off season for ASU, I guess, but what half the country still playing. That's, that's absolutely crazy and it's just it's disappointing because you you get why they wants to make that transfer right like he wants to go he wants to be playing during this time he wants to be playing during march madness and you you can't blame a guy similar to to remy martin's decision um to go play at kansas i don't think jalen graham is going to have the same market as remy did um but i could still see him going to a team that uh, is vying for a tournament spot or a bubble spot uh, come this time next year. And I think at that point, like, you really can't fault these guys. Like, he gave ASU everything he had this past season. He's making a business decision. Although, again, I think him and Remy are in two different spots. I think Remy is definitely a viable option um, at the next level, probably not to get drafted. But, you know, to, to be an undrafted guy, maybe sneak in the guy, second yeah. round. 
I don't really see that being the case with Jalen Graham. I see this move as more of a I'm trying to go get a chip type thing, and he just doesn't feel that he can do that at ASU given the competition, um, not only in the Pac-12, but in the state of Arizona alone. Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting because, um, like, he obviously is a, a Phoenix kid, so um, it's it's going to be interesting whether or not he wants to stay close to home because what I've seen, I believe it was Devil Di- Devil's Die di- – Devil's Digest. That said, yeah, right. Devil's Digest that said that he was looking for a Power Five opportunity, um, and so unless he's going to play for the Wildcats, which who that would be one hell of a uh, he would get more time though. Yeah, exactly. So um, he, if he wants to stay close to home, it's going to be somewhere in the Pac-12. On otherwise, he's leaving. Um, so it's going to be real interesting maybe, to kind of see where he lands. Maybe GCU. Well, see, that's what I was thinking, but he, like you said, like I said, he, wa- he apparently wants to stay, go stay Power Five. Um, obviously, that's not GCU. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a school like Texas that is close to that, like uh, somewhere staying kind of in the the south southwest area. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him going, kind of going the the James Akinjo route from Arizona, going Big Twelve, um, but. I really don't know. Um, Just throw throw the Power Five stuff out the window. I, he seemed to like Vegas a lot. Maybe UNLV. UNLV. <laughs> Shoot, I, I I don't know. I, I think that would be a, a pretty significant downgrade for him. But yeah, hey, hey, you never know. Maybe, maybe the craps tables. Maybe the maybe blackjack was was calling to him that bad. He just wants to stick around. <laughs> It'd have to be calling you pretty bad yeah. to make that move from ASU to UNLV. But, hey, it called Shane. It called Shane's it number for a second week in a row. Um, as we move to our next our next topic surrounding ASU, um, I do want to let everybody listening that there still is a great offer going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're not a new customer, they've still got some same-game parlays. Sean, I, I don't want to I don't want to get into your bracket too much cuz I know it's just it's just painful. Uh, but have you won any money on the tournament? I have. Um I well, they DraftKings offered the boost of of Gonzaga money line to plus uh 100 in that first round and I definitely was sweating it in the first half, but I won money on that. And then what was the other one I bet? Oh, I emotionally hedged because I did pick against Richmond in my bracket. I put some money on them at like plus 235 early in the game. Um, I live bet them, and obviously they pulled that one out. So I have like $150 sitting in my my DK account right now. I threw five on Arizona to, again, emotionally hedge because at least I'll get something if they win because otherwise I'll be miserable. (laughs) Um, And what else? Oh, they also boosted um, St. St. Peter's money line to like plus 500. Um, so I threw a couple dollars on that. I think I threw $10 on that. Cause Hey, I mean, why who not? knows? Why not? Why not? Why not us? Why, why not? not why not St. Peter's? Why not St. Peter's? Oh my gosh. Seriously, guys, it's a great offer. Um, it's, it's free money pretty much. Like just, just pick yeah. a winner. That's all you got to do. New customer, $5. Go, go, go ride a wagon. Okay, go ride one of the one seeds. Go get your two hundred dollars in free bets. 
Um, and you could do that downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX and, again, bet just $5 on any, any college hoops team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's 21 plus, Arizona only. Gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. A minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Now I want to get into, I was going to say a less fun topic, but considering we're going from one of the team's best uh, basketball players transferring, <laughs> you figured it couldn't get any worse, right? You would think. It does. It, it does. ASU baseball started Pac-12 play against Oregon State. Sean, did you by happen to uh, to catch the score of that game? Um. I don't remember it off the top of my head, and that's only because I did see it, and then I immediately eliminated that terrible, terrible memory from my head because, who it um, it was not pretty. At no, all. it was the opposite of pretty. Have you ever seen the the movie like Cinderella? Yes, the ugly stepsisters. Like that's what that was. That was that's, Arizona State is the ugly stepsister of the Pac-12. <laughs> oh my god. In baseball I mean, right now, yes. Yeah, you're getting outscored. What? Let me do some 20, quick math here. 33 to 2 in the series already? Yes. In the series, 33 to 2. They lost 21 to 0 yesterday. You got to pack it up. Like, just give up the Call rest of the season. series at that point. Jesus. 21 nothing. Ah, That's a football score, bro. <laughs> it is. And uh, uh, that's. <laughs> oh my god that's that's tough you get <laughs> he gave up three touchdowns <laughs> three touchdowns in baseball and then it's 12 2 i saw the arizona state um baseball twitter account tweet out the score for today's game the 12 2 and be like we're gonna try and salvage the series tomorrow and i was oh, like man. um even if you win that game there is no salvaging this series you lost the game 21 to nothing yeah like Come on, yeah. and nobody gotta... cares what you salvage. You're <laughs> take your even L, even man. if you even if you beat them twenty one to nothing, you still are getting outscored twelve to two in the series. Like, jeez, <laughs> it's bad. We talked yesterday, and yesterday, I, what was yesterday? Friday. We talked Friday about how you know the team has bats, right? When they're when they're cracking, they're great. The pitching has been iffy. Holy shit. I don't think we we knew that the bullpen was bad. But I don't come think on. We, like <laughs> not this bad. Twenty-one to zero, bro. I know. I know where I'm harping on it, but like, that's just bad. Like, it's not like they're playing back to back to back to back. Like they had a solid like three or four days before this game, and you come out and lose twenty-one to zero. That's pathetic. It is. Um, yeah, the complete opposite of what's going on with softball, who is actually managing to be better than Oregon state. Um, but I mean, they're just a better program all around, but, um, are we a softball yeah. school? What's that? Are we a softball school? We are, are, if we're anything, well, we're a triathlon school, what three time defending national champions. Um, also a wrestling school, which we might touch on later, but, um, baseball or softball is winning eight to one right now on the bottom of the fifth. And their base is loaded and, and two outs. They're 20 and five on the year. Yeah, yeah, um, twenty-two in the in the nation. Oregon State's twenty-four, so this is a, a solid opponent they're playing, and they're actually handing it to them. They won uh, five three yesterday, so they're doing the reverse of what baseball is doing. Um, I just I and I bring that up mainly, well, a to give the women their flowers, b to deflect from how awful um, <laughs> baseball is. Um, yeah, the bats just 
I mean, that's clearly a situation where like it's just everything is going Oregon State's way, especially in a twenty-one nothing loss. Like you can't. I'm I'm curious. I'm going to pull up the the stats from that game. I want to know how many like how many hits they even had because that's just yeah. Like, you're right. I didn't even think of that. That's let's so see here. bad, dude. Um, guess how many hits? The, okay, twenty-one zero. I'm going to go with thirty. How many hits Oregon State had? Okay, and then how many hits do you think Arizona State had? Six. So Oregon State scored 21 runs on 17 hits. So they had oh. less hits than they had runs. Um, Arizona State had two hits. Oh, my God. Two hits. What was the attendance for that game? Can you see the attendance there? Um, It was 3,322. That's 3,322 people who will not be coming to see an ASU baseball game ever again. I don't well, care. It, it, I mean, it was up in Corvallis, so I'm sure they will come. They, they oh, will, yeah, those they'll, they'll particular 3,000 people will keep coming back because they know they're going to see an Oregon State ass whooping. Well, um, any of those ASU fans that showed up in Corvallis yeah, will not be going. Yeah, to they will not be going. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this was the kind of the thing. Like, you know, I've been here sitting here trying to defend Ray Anderson and this was kind of the thing that I was hanging my hat on. Like, he hired a legend. Hopefully, like, they, they can turn the baseball program around, and they are not doing it. Granted, I, we do have to – I do have to mention, like, Oregon State is the fifth-best team in the country, fifth-ranked team in the country. Yeah. Like, this is a powerhouse program. Um, so they're doing this to a lot of schools. But, come on, when you're Arizona State and you're supposed to be a baseball school, you can't be having that happen. So that's that's a tough one to swallow. What's Ray's deal with hiring quote unquote legends? What's his obsession with that? Because it doesn't seem to pan out coaching wise. Bobby Hurley is a legend in, in Duke basketball and college basketball. And like, yes, he's done great things for the program, but out of all the quote unquote legends that Ray's hired, Bobby's the only one that's really done anything. Yeah. I think, I think as much like, obviously all of these people have credentials, like they just, they, right. I mean, but, um, I think it's really a thing where it's like these programs are kind of are not in a great spot, don't have a whole lot of national respect. Let's hire people that do have national respect and hope they can bring that to the program. Hasn't really worked. Um, if and I mean in Herm's case, they've only, he's really only brought kind of disgrace to the program. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about football right now because we don't have to. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we don't have to talk about football, I really don't want to right now. But um, yeah, no, I, I I understand the moves, and I think on paper when he made them, they were all good moves. Um, but definitely has not panned out. Uh, I'm really at this point, I don't know if I want to see Ray Anderson make another coaching hire, and I feel like he probably will get that opportunity with football and. <laughs> That will be that will be the make or break. I think he'll get a couple years with whoever he hires after this this football season because I do think this is gonna unless Herm pulls something out of his ass. Like I think this is Herm's last season. Ray will get another hire, and that will that his the rest of his career at Arizona State will depend on how that hire uh, produces. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I understand why Ray's done it, but I it's like I said, it clearly has not panned out. That's absolutely wild to me. That just like. There was so much hope. Why is there always so much hope with these new coaches? And they just, they're not good, dude. Like you hire the quote unquote legend and you lose 21 to zero against it. Your first conference game. Like you might yeah, like I mean, said, wrap it up. I mean, listen, I, you do have to like take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. Like 
this is Willie's first season, right? Like these aren't, this isn't his team fully. Like he didn't recruit all of these guys. Yeah. So I think, I mean, you're going to get into a similar situation with Jed, with Jed Fish down in Arizona. Like he has a great recruiting class. They're still not going to win more than three or four games this year. If that, because um, it, it, it takes a while to build a program when you're a new coach. Herm is a very, very different situation. Yeah. Herm and Bobby, because, well, Bobby is a different situation because he's had COVID and a lot of momentum has been taken out of that program. Herm doesn't have much of an excuse. Um, so, but uh, I'm just, I'm hoping this is just a, a matter of, of Willie still trying to get his feet, his first coaching job. And, and you give him a year or two and he'll figure it out. But it is not off to a great start by any means. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope the, the ship fingers crossed. Let's hope it gets steered. Uh, before we move on to our last topic of the show and of the week, um, if you guys are enjoying the content that we provide um, at PHNX Sun Devils or the Yotes coverage that Sean is a part of, Diamondbacks, I know baseball is getting going. The Suns continue to be the best team in the NBA. It's not even close. You can get all of our great content on our website at gophnx.com. And when you become a member of the family, you're going to get either a free T-shirt from that PHNX locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. Still 20% off sun shirts for members. Sun shirts go hard. The CP3 shirt is as good as advertised. I love the D-book like cartoon, the cartoon one. That one yeah. goes hard too. Um, and you and Shane weren't lying. They are soft as hell. Yeah, and they make you look swole. And they make you look swole. If you want to look swole, <laughs> go become a member at gophnx.com today. Again, you're going to get either your first month for 50 cents just for signing up or a free T-shirt from that locker. Sean, our last topic of the day. There is another ASU sports team that does deserve some flowers, and that is Sun Devil Wrestling. Yes. Um, I mean – you want like that's the thing that that sucks so bad like when we talk about ray and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is that like it's really ju- it's just the revenue programs it's just these like legacy programs that struggle but all like there's so many teams like the triathlon i mentioned and like wrestling that are super successful yeah um and yeah wrestling is they are i mean they ASU but wrestling is one of the best in the country and one yeah. of the best programs in the country full stop after day one of um, NCAA championships, Arizona State was number two uh, with 22 points, only behind Penn State. So, like, Zeke Jones has got this program, like, on top of the world. And it's something that gets slept on because, like you said, it's not a revenue sport. But, like, Coach Jones has owned this program and owned the sport of wrestling uh, for a while now. Like yeah. back to when I was at ASU and he had the Valencia brothers there. Um, like they were just consistently one of the best teams in the nation year over year. And I don't think they get enough credit. And that's not only on us, but all local media yeah. no, that 100%. just like, yes, football, yes, baseball, yes, basketball, or what are, is what's supposed to make money for these universities. Um, but there are some teams like the wrestling program that deserve to be given uh, a little bit more credit. Last question before we get out of here. Um, what do you think is one thing that the revenue sports at ASU could learn 
from a program like ASU wrestling or a program like ASU softball? Um, see, I don't even know if it's, if it's so much what the, the teams themselves, I think it's something that Ray can learn. And it's like, you don't need to be flashy to be successful. You don't have to make these big name hires to be successful. You just have to like get guys that are going to put their head down and work um, and, and, and provide consistency. Obviously like Willie hasn't had the opportunity to have be consistent yet. This is his first season. Bobby has had COVID stuff that have stripped him of his opportunity to provide consistency. But like, if Perm has just thrown his football program into into chaos, like if the program is in shambles, um, ASU football is the. Sorry to interrupt. That ASU no, football is literally the meme of the dog sitting in fire, just saying this is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, that, that's Herm. That's literally Herm. Like <laughs> the program is melting around him. Or no, it's I mean it's it's Herm and it's Ray. Like the yeah. program is melting around, and they're sitting there like everything's fine. We've got to like. It's not fine, but, it's uh, but no, fine. to answer your question, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's, they got to find, figure out a situation where they can provide consistency and just improve incrementally every year. Don't have to necessarily take these giant swings most of time, most of which are missing. Like, just they're all missed. Go they're out and get the job. Right. Yeah. No, go out and do the job. And you don't need to worry about, like, like, because the, the wrestling program we were just saying, they deserve more attention, but they're not sitting here saying, like, they're not sitting here saying that. They're not here worried mm-hmm. about who's giving them attention or not. And that kind of seemed, especially with the football program and what, like, Ray's kind of whole philosophy, well, philosophy that kind of seems like what it is. Like, yeah. ex- like when he was talking about how the, the football program, like, what he what his vision for the football program is, it's like, we're a program that gets guys ready for the NFL. Okay, sure, you should be a program that's trying to win games. You yeah, should be a, pro- a program that's trying to build football players. Every program. What kind of fucking – like you're not special. You're not yeah, new. Right? You're building NFL players. First off, that's lying through your teeth because yeah, you're we're not. not Alabama. We're not no, Notre Dame. Arizona State is producing significantly fewer NFL players than anywhere in the country. You want to even put on a national scale and get laughed at by Ohio State, Alabama, Notre Dame, all those schools. You can't even compete in the Pac-12. Like – UCLA yeah, hasn't been good at football in a minute, and they've produced – I'm pretty sure they've produced more NFL players over the last couple of years in Herm's tenure. Same goes for USC. Same goes for Oregon. Same goes for Washington. Stop yep. trying to be Alabama in Georgia in Ohio State because you're not. You are never going to be that. Sit down and just focus on, like, what these other programs at ASU have done. Like, no. stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. Just do your shit. Don't break the rules. That seems yeah. like a that seems like an easy one. Do that and slowly build the program up. Yeah, if you no, I mean flashy, you're gonna continue to fail. Yeah, no, look at I mean, look at and we're not gonna get super off topic with football, but I mean look at like look at the Pac twelve schools that have just quarterbacks that have started a game since an ASU quarterback has started a game. Yeah. Well, you have USC, you have UCLA, you have Oregon, you have Washington State. Um, like Come on, like, <laughs> stop trying to like focus sure on Oregon your job. State. I'm pretty sure Oregon State had one too. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah, so like, just put your head down and do the job. <laughs> like that's what I think they can learn Please. from all these programs. Please. They're consistent and they do their job. They don't worry about 
they don't worry about the nation's image of them. They don't worry about what people locally think of them. They just are there to get the job done. Um, and that's what I think Ray and thus and by osmosis, the rest of these revenue sports need to learn is just block out the noise, get the job done. You know who's blocking out the noise right now? Who? The Peacocks. They lead Murray State 14 to 13 with eight to play. Give me that money, baby. Give me (laughs) that money. They're Cinderella, baby. Love it. I feel bad for anybody. You know what? I'm actually not going to say anything else about March Madness because last time we talked about March Madness games as they were happening, you got absolutely just dominated. (laughs) So I think this is a great time to end the show. (laughs) And we will catch up on Monday to see how your bracket's doing. Hopefully your DraftKings Sportsbook app uh, balance has risen a little bit by Monday. That would be nice. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back again with a show on Monday. And really throughout the week, we'll get Shane back. We can hear about his Vegas experience 2.0. But if you enjoyed the show today, if you enjoy the content that we provide, you can follow the show on social at phnx underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. Sean, where can everybody follow you? At Sean underscore to pause. And in a nod to what literally all of the revenue sports need to learn, consistent as always. (laughs) I love it. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you on Monday. Peace.